Hey there, this is Sophie. Before we get started in our deep dive podcast conversation today, I just wanted to let you know that if you enjoy our podcast, you might also enjoy some of the other great content we have available for you on YouTube, our blog, and on our website. Check it out, russellinvestments.com. Right now, clients are at any stage of this emotional roller coaster that we see. Ten years before, people were pretty euphoric and excited about the markets, right? They thought they could predict what was going to happen. But now with the markets, people, they have anxiety and maybe even fear. And some of them may have gone as far as being panicked or despondent about the markets and just wanting to get out. Understanding where they are in this process and in that continuum helps you really frame what you want to tell them to keep them calm and stay in the course. Because in reality, what your clients are really wanting to hear from you right now is that their family and their life and their futures are going to be okay. Welcome to the Helping Advisors podcast. My name is Sophie-Antoine Gibert. I'm head of North America Business Solutions, and I'm joined today by our Senior Director of Business Solutions, Tina Downing. Hi, Tina. Hi, good afternoon. It's a pleasure to have you join us today. I am hoping that we can pick your brain around first quarter client reviews. In a lot of ways, the first quarter client reviews are not going to be like the reviews of the past. If you think about the combination of global health crisis, limitations around in-person interactions, and market uncertainty having affected everyone's life at the moment, it means probably that as an advisor, I might have to consider preparing for, conducting, and also following up on my quarterly review in a different way than I might have in past quarters. I also like to think about my reviews as being opportunities on the one hand to be able to retain existing assets, but also to potentially be able to use them as a launching pad or a jumping off point for being able to grow my business as well. So I'm hoping that with your background of having been an advisor and worked with advisors for several decades now, I'm hoping that you might be able to give us some perspective from that experience around how might we be able to think about having especially effective client reviews this quarter. Does that sound good? It does. And let's face it, I mean, this quarter review is going to be challenging for all of the advisors out there. Clients haven't really been thinking about their returns right now. And the reason why is because they're dealing with all the things that life is throwing at us right now. You know, they're working with kids at home and and some of us being fourth grade teachers. They're trying to work from home and be productive. And what I think advisors have to do is make sure that you're prepared because your clients may be okay right now. You may have a few that are really concerned, but once these statements come out, our advisors really do need to be prepared you know, for what's going to happen. Yeah, I agree. And it, it seems like we have been hearing from a lot of advisors that actually they haven't been overwhelmed with the number of phone calls from clients. And at the moment, the phone lines have been relatively calm or emails have been relatively calm. Clients haven't really been as concerned as one might expect based on the recent volatility in the markets and sort of the past, you know, since mid-February, if you will. Um And I agree, there's probably some element there of everybody's just trying to find their feet again at the moment and is trying to understand, wait, am I supposed to be wearing a mask? Am I not? Am I allowed to go outside? Where can I go? How do I... How do I become a fourth grade teacher overnight, Um, as well as, you know, doing my job and and making sure that my family and 
other people in my community are okay. Um, but yeah, the first quarter statements are going to be coming out here. Um, and suddenly reality or a different reality might hit again. So I'm curious, when you think about that first quarter review, Tina, what would you suggest as a framework, especially in this sort of environment? If you're thinking about the agenda and even the mind frame that might be helpful to me as an advisor to go in this with, what would you suggest there? Well, let's talk about the framework first. Um, There are actually three components to a review as you're working with the clients. Um, One and one of the most important things that you can do for your clients is to give them perspective. And that perspective, you know, keep in mind, they're getting information from all sources of information. And it's very hard for them to understand what sources that they can trust and what they can't, what's commentary and what's fact. And if we can help them narrow down all of that information and relate the information to what it truly means for them and their families, that's going to be the key to help them through this. So they know who to trust in in this situation. You know, they're barraged with negative sound bites on TV and print. You're talking about the bear markets out there today. Um, But bull markets last a lot longer, but nobody's telling people that. And as we think about that perspective, it's so important um, for the client to understand that you're making recommendations based on an informed view of the world and the markets. Okay, so gain perspective, it sounds like, is is one element of it. You mentioned that there are three. Yes. What are the other two components that you would hit on? The second one is poise. And poise as it relates to how you engage with the clients, because there's some things to keep in mind as you're dealing with clients in this type of mind frame and some best practices as you're starting to work with clients during this first review in this market. First is to really listen to the client and then focus on on their priorities. Just ask, listen, and empathize, and over-communicate what you and your team can do for them and the things that you're doing even behind the scenes that can really help them. And remember that the words you use matters. Try not to be too technical or use jargon. And then also being there for their family members. You know, if they have people that are also concerned, you know, that are maybe working with someone else, being able to offer a second opinion for people that they care about could be key here as well. That sounds great. So we have give perspective on, you know, what are the actual sources of information that I can trust, then poise, focusing on how I'm actually engaging with the clients, being careful of the words that I'm using, really listening and understanding and empathizing with the client. Um, not using any jargon, reminding the clients of what I do for them. And almost it sounds like using that as an entree into being able to be introduced to other family members, maybe other friends of theirs that might be concerned right now, whose conversations with their advisors might not be going as smoothly and where you might be able to help provide a second opinion. So we have perspective and poise. What is the third component? The third one is process. Remember when you work, you started working with the client to determine what their plan was going to look like. You took them through a process. You probably did some sort of discovery and to understand what the client's circumstances are, what their goals are, what their preferences for risk or concerns about risk over time are. And then you did an overlay and chose investments that would be appropriate to get them where they needed to go. Don't forget this process as you're going to talk to them through this review. Remind them why you bought the things that you did. Help them understand what if scenarios. If we stay the course, 
here's what could happen, worst and best case scenario. If we don't stay the course, here's what could happen. Help the clients really tie those conversations that you had in the past because that consistency of messaging and the philosophical foundations that you give them for the reasons that you chose those investments in the first place will really need to be part of that conversation and remind them of why they actually own what they do today. Tina, what what do you think are maybe the top three questions from clients that advisors should be expecting? One of them that comes to mind might be, when is this going to be over? When is life going to return back to normal? What would you say to that if that is one of the questions you get asked? And what other questions do you think that we should be prepared to answer? Well, I think there's three questions you're going to hear a lot. One is the one you just said, when is this going to be over? The other one is, am I and my family and my future going to be okay, no matter what happens, right? And then the last question that you're going to hear is, um, do we need to do something? What do we need to change? Because clients sometimes think that you just need to take action. They don't really think through what kind of action it needs to be. So when it comes to when is this going to end, you have to be transparent because we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen with the economy. We don't know how long this is going to last. But helping the clients see what if scenarios will help with those first two questions, right? Understanding what can happen if it takes a year for this to recover, if it takes six months for it to recover. So how much do we really need to meet our goals? And a review of that, because you may have in great markets, you have had, may have had an overage of what you needed for the client's goals. So really running those scenarios will help them look at where they really stand. And then the do you need to do something question. We know that we need to stay the course for the most part. We know that clients that stay invested over time beat the returns of the people that try to time the market, just missing the best 50 days in the market can have huge effects on your overall return. But sometimes you may need to change something. Review the accounts. If there's something that needs to be changed that wasn't quite right, you may need to make some some tweaks. But making sure the client is crystal clear that you're not just changing because they're asking you to change. You don't want to change for emotional reasons. You want to change for reasons that really do realign the client to their balanced model if they're balanced and to their risk tolerance and in a way that helps them meet their goals for long term. That's helpful. And what about the question of will my family be okay? Is that where you would go into the scenario analysis and talk about that? Yeah, that's when I would really dig into those five areas of their life and talk about their family. What is the most important to them right now as they're thinking about their family? What is the the health concerns that they have? Do we know everything that we need to prepare for? How about their career? You see unemployment rates are at an all-time high right now, higher than we've seen them. So there may be concerns about their career and their ability to continue to just pay their bills. They may have concerns about their lifestyle and what may change. And many people are committed to their community right now. What is it that they want to do for their community? And is there parts of their portfolio that they really want to earmark now, maybe, that they didn't before? So revisiting those priorities in their life is the key. I can see how that really is the key to the kingdom in the sense that once I know what the priorities are and I've been able to have my client articulate those priorities out loud and we can capture those in writing, then that becomes that that sort of thing that we hold on to in making decisions going forward. And it's also something that we can hold up against the 
previous version to see how different are they really? They might not, we might feel very different, but on paper, actually, our goals are very similar. And so as a result, we really might not need to change the plan so much. Or as you say, sometimes there are real cases where we do need to change the plan and we do need to change the portfolio a little bit. Exactly. Making informed decisions is really the key here. So one one element that I wanted to get your thoughts and dig a little bit deeper on is you mentioned the importance of demonstrating to the client that we're there and that we remind them of what it is that we do, what it is that we have been doing day in and day out, and also what it is that we do behind the scenes. What? How would you do that? I mean, it, it feels a little bit strange to be talking about ourselves, right? Especially as the outset, we said, we should be asking the client. We should be listening to the client. We should be empathizing to the client. How do I then diplomatically and seamlessly transition into, oh, and by the way, these are all the things that I do for you and you should be grateful for without it sounding like that. Exactly. No, you, you wouldn't want to say it like that. But, but how you can say it is to let the client know that there are multiple ways that you're actually working for them. Some of it they'll see, some of it is behind the scenes. And helping them understand that, you know, simply rebalancing in this time might be important. But managing the assets and making sure their allocations are proper, that's only one part of what you're doing. We do a survey every year and each year there's two things that come to the top of that list. It is investor behavior or managing and coaching behaviors and making sure that clients are making the right decisions about the health of their wealth and helping them understand how you do that and is key here. Simply telling them, look, this is one of the most difficult times in the market. And part of my job is to help you really think through the decisions that you have to make in your life, take a look at our plan and help you make rational, thoughtful decisions about that. And then also the planning part and outlining all the different parts of the plan and bringing in those parts of their life again to reiterate what you're doing for each part of that and how the plan actually ties into that. So it's not just going out and saying, this is the value I bring. I do all these things in front of the scenes and behind the scenes. It really is about how you frame it to tell them that your team is there working for them every single day and simply helping them understand all the components of their life that you're, you have checks and balances going behind the scenes for them for. I really love this. I feel like going into the first quarter reviews with, with this framework of let's start with giving perspective on what are the world events, what are the industry and market sort of developments that clients need to know about. What is it that they should know about in terms of their relationship with me? So kind of giving that perspective Then moving on to the second P of what are the client's priorities right now? Kind of going into some of that rediscovery, getting crystal clear on what are the client's priorities right now? How might those have changed along the lines of the five aspects of their wealth wellness wheel? So anything in their life that might have financial implications, their family, their career, their health, their lifestyle, their community, anything related to those five topics. And then lastly, our sort of third P, if you will, in the framework that you gave us, Tina, is process. Again, sort of tying, now that I know what your priorities are and we're crystal clear on what those priorities are today, we can compare how have those changed over time and do those then cause us to change anything in our process, in our plan and in our portfolio 
that we've built for you over time. And being able to really have the have the review center around those three Ps and have that be the guiding structure for an agenda. I can definitely see how as an advisor, that would be calming to me. At least I know what my process is going to be. And then, you know, sort of in translation, also be calming for the client because again, it sort of feels like, okay, with everything else out of control and my life are seemingly out of control, at least my advisor has poise and is, is very calm in the meeting and is structured and organized in their remarks and in their process. And, you know, we haven't deviated from the plan or we aren't suddenly pulling out a whole new philosophy, but there is that consistency of messaging that I'm familiar with, with my advisor over time. Well, and the final piece to the process part is making sure that after the meeting, even at the end of the meeting, setting the tone of what the client can expect from you over the next several months. Because they're not, you know, that comfort level is not going to get better over the next six months. You know, especially if the economy takes a while to recover, clients are going to be nervous for some time and they may, in that continuum of fear and panic and despondency and anxiety, they may go back and forth in those emotions. So staying really close to them in, the, in this process is going to be key and helping them understand what the next steps are going to be and even providing a written roadmap for them to use with the clients to follow up with even after the meeting. Terrific. I love that sort of putting a bow on it. Even after you've left the meeting, we're going to follow up and in writing sort of reiterate what it is that we talked about and what can we expect in the future and when are we going to next meet and what will that look like? And we're already anticipating how we might be feeling at that point or how we might feel along the way. And so we want to make sure that we remain crystal clear and transparent and have open communication um, and continuous communication with our clients. You got it. I think you're ready to do the review. Tina, thank you so much for your insights. It's been incredibly valuable to hear from you based on all of your experience, what your coaching advisors, what your observing advisors doing, and also your past experience as an advisor yourself to hear about what are some things that we can be doing today, right now in this pretty unusual environment to make sure that our reviews with our clients this quarter are as effective as possible, both in terms of being able to provide clients with that needed perspective on what is actually happening, what is the news versus just the noise, what is the process that we have been using with our clients and reminding them of the wealth management process that we've used for years. And then also being able to present ourselves in a poised manner with clients and be able to provide that reassurance of, although there's so much uncertainty in the world, there are some things that are still the same, that are still consistent, that are persistent, and that we as the advisory team are there for them. So thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for having me today. Thank you also for listening to this episode. If you would like more information and more resources and tools available about the topics that Tina and I just covered, please head to the Russell Investments website and look for the Client Conversation Center, also the Effective Client Reviews webpage, and the Managing Through Volatility webpage. You can find all of those on russellinvestments.com and they are packed with additional information and downloadable templates and stuff that you can use with your clients and that you can use with your team. With that, we hope that everybody is staying safe and healthy and we look forward to being in touch soon. Thank you. This podcast was recorded in our home offices in Seattle in St. Louis, Missouri on April 6th, 2020.